And now, Dan Happel's Connecting the Dots. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Where the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. The men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. God bless the USA. Well, good Tuesday morning, and welcome to Connecting the Dots with Dan Happel. And today our guest is going to be my good friend, Kent Lewis. And uh, Kent's a night owl. <laughs> he's, he's given me all kinds of hell. He called me at 8.30 to remind me what an asshole I was for making him get up so early and uh, be part of the program. And uh, I told him, I said, just think of it this way. I'm trying to make you healthy. <laughs> but like most very, very bright and creative people, uh, Kent is a night owl. He gets his best work done when everybody else is sound asleep. And uh, he's on the Internet researching and digging and finding all the information that he can find. And uh, I, I'm telling you, it's amazing some of the incredibly... Uh, intelligent and lucid things that are on the internet that are hiding in plain sight that are part of the whole New World Order plan and he digs them up like, like nobody I've ever seen. He's like uh, uh, Mr. Digger, no question. Anyway, Kent, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my friend, for uh, crawling out of bed and joining us at this horrific hour of the morning. Horrific! It's wonderful. It's bright out there. It's 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 wonderful. <laughs> Actually, what he's trying oh, to say, it. Dan, is it's scary. <laughs> no, man. No, I, I, it's okay to get up this early every now and then. Uh, I stay up late with software developers, uh, trying to get my money's worth. And uh, but uh, Dan uh, asked me to come on, so I I'm early bird on time or no you're, uh, so. you're, you're hey, doing good how you doing buddy good to hear your voice <laughs> good to hear you well yeah. uh can't we're so, gonna yeah. we're gonna get into uh, you know you talked about how the uh uh fed now program was rolling out in july and uh how uh, we were officially adopting a central bank digital currency uh, in July. I, w I want to get an update on that and how 
that whole process is uh, going. And then kind of an update on the whole CBDC thing, because they started rolling out some of that information this last winter. And boy, I'll tell you what, they hit a uh, they hit a brick wall because a lot of Americans, as soon as they found out about the CBDCs and how it was going to be tied to a social credit score, uh, I know a lot of the state legislatures around the country and certainly a lot of individuals just freaked out over that. Uh, tell us a little about how that whole program is rolling out. Well, obviously, Fed now is live, and uh, you know, like I've indicated in uh, previous discussions, you you won't see anything change, and th they will do this very stealth, very slowly, very, very methodically, uh, lie after lie, underhandedness after underhandedness. They'll make it seem like. You know, it's just 24-7 instant payments. You know, who can be objectionable to that? And what, the, what will eventually happen here is they will, they will automatically convert a community or a, a local bank account into a Federal Reserve account. And then they'll start doing uh, different entitlements the way that they pay out uh, Social Security or uh, whatever, and, and uh, you know, may perhaps in a future bailout. Uh, but they'll ha you'll have to to uh, use uh, Fed now. And so, you know, as I indicated within part one of my last report, um, that they would not. So, so right now, Fed now is just the front end to what could be considered a central bank digital currency. And so, as I wrote about in my report, um, there is a corporation, and it's called the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation, uh, DTCC. And they control every central bank in the world. They're the holding company. And as I indicated in in uh, my last report, in 2021, uh, uh, the DTCC subsidiaries processed securities transactions valued at nearly 2.4 quadrillion in wow. 177 countries and territories. And so those 177 countries and territories represent the 177 central banks. Okay. And as I indicated, not until they attach. So Fed now is the front end. Okay. And then when they attach the clearing and settlement back end, it becomes a, a central bank digital currency. And that back end went live on June 14th. And it is called the Clearing Fund Management, CFM. And they sent out a memo on June 14th saying that, you know, hey, all participants need to be live um, by June 23rd of 2023. So the back end 
is now live. And so, you know, uh, Fed now could be considered now a central bank digital currency, but it's all, it's all marketing. It's all perception. You know, it's just instant payments 24 seven. And then as they, as they proceed, you know, there will be, you know, the social credit rating score and, you know, and they'll do this real slow towards, well, you can't buy guns or ammunition or, you know, I could go over, you know, 30 different uh, slavery tactics in which they're going to uh, employ. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you say something very interesting here, and it's it's been the way they've done this thing all along, and that is, it's like the boiling frog theory. You know, they just turn up the heat a little at a time until you're cooked. And uh, this thing with the CBDC, it sounds so innocuous, it sounds so harmless, but at the same time, I, I think, Kent, it's accurate to say that right now we are living in a uh, virtual currency world. We're living in a central bank digital currency world. It's just they haven't been quite as upfront about it. And almost every transaction now is electronic. There's so little cash uh, that's in the yeah. system. We're talking what? Maybe five uh, percent of the total system is cash. Maybe not even that. I don't know what the exact percentage is anymore. Um, it's it's I would speculate it's it's uh, around there. But they're gonna they're going to continue to uh, retract the, the paper currency supply to the point. You know, in Australia, th they've already done that. Right. You, you, they've even set up, they've even set up cashless banks. Whereas, you know, if you need cash, you go in, and it's a reverse ATM. You put, you know, you say, "Hey, I want X amount of, of currency," and it gives you back a debit card, uh, for that uh, in in place of the paper currency. Right. Right. And that's the thing that a lot so, of people don't understand that the debit card is a big part of this because everything can be done electronically yeah. you can control every aspect of the monetary system and so a debit card is a, a very important point that is basically replacing what we knew as cash it, it is you know and for somebody like me that that you know, I, I have emergency cash, you know, but I conduct most of my business online and have for many years. Um, I was ahead of the curve on that. And, but, but I think that, the, you know, the, that most people today pay most of their bills online. And it, it's, you know, it's going to be a pretty smooth transition into a cashless society and it's not until you know they start implementing these esg scores on the, the public you know here, here's going to be the kicker here in the u.s is when uh, a patriot goes to buy ammunition and uh sorry you can't buy that with this us cbdc or 
you know, or somebody that AI, because AI is managing this system, uh, AI considers somebody obese and they go to buy ice cream or something AI considers uh, unhealthy. Sorry, you, you can't buy that. Uh-huh. And that's what's going to happen. Or, or you jaywalk and the fine is automatically, you jaywalk within the 15-minute city and the fine's automatically deducted from your account. And that's where they're going with this. Or if you're still on Facebook or Twitter or, or ex-Twitter, um, you know, you, know, you, you make a, something, a, a comment or a post or an ex-tweet that they don't like, hey, you know, uh, your social credit score goes down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, people are in for a, a root of awakening, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. You know, You're people never people people never do anything until they're personally affected. You know, so we'll find out what what Americans are made of. Well, I thought why- that during COVID. Well, we both did, but I do have to so say, be Ken, totally you, and I, you and I both uh, recognize that uh, COVID was actually a good thing because with all the lockdowns and the mass mandates and everything else, we saw a resurgence of American uh, kickback, uh, American, uh, you know, standing up and saying, we're not going to put up with this crap. And uh, I think it surprised them. I think they did not realize, and we were talking earlier about uh, uh, Michael's uh, program. He's talking to the little kid about the Kennedy assassination. We never know what's going to trip that epiphany that's going to turn you from uh, being a, uh, you know, a, a, a person that assumes everything is just fine and everything is rosy to being someone who uh, becomes uh, a, a conspiracy, what, what what do you call that thumper? Not a conspiracy theorist. What is it that you conspiracy say? Conspiracy enthusiast. This conspiracy enthusiast, uh, <laughs> because you know the fact is is they're doing things that are so off the wall, and we find a hard. I I find it hard to uh, believe that they're actually trying to do this stuff, but I think they do it to test us to see just how much they can get away with. Absolutely. Yeah, they're testing the waters. Uh, They have entire divisions to test the water to uh, see what what they can get away with and and, uh, what they cannot. But uh, I find it interesting. I it's uh, it's uh, I find the I find this room very fascinating. The more I learn, so we all nothing do. I can do about it. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, oh, you're doing something. I'm not about a violent it. person. Yeah, but really. uh, yeah, you're um, doing something been... about it with your uh, your ideas about putting together uh, people who are willing to uh, work. In, yeah. in the black market and uh, buy and sell goods uh, via 
these uh, collections of, of independent groups. Talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, my, my uh, strategy has dramatically changed over the last two years-ish, you know. You know, I'm only really interested in providing solutions to those who are willing to help themselves, who get it. If you don't get it by now, I'm not interested in discussing, debating, uh, educating, it, well, informing. I, I, I have zero interest. I just none, zero. Um, you know, but I provide so myself and uh, thousands of people around the world uh, have joined together to create solutions. You know, localfoods.market um, is a marketplace where you can uh, trade uh, for uh, local grown organic food. And we haven't uh, launched that on a, on a full-blown. It's completed. It's ready to go. We're just ready, waiting for you know, the, the famine to hit the engineered, um, famine, mm -hmm. which, you know, is, uh, Josh Sigurdsson of, uh, world, world alternative media did a, uh, I think it's been over a month ago, but he did a pretty good report on that. I was going to actually write a report on it and then he did a video on it. And so I didn't have to, um, but it's coming. You know, in 2022, we had 114 uh, major food facilities uh, burned to the ground, or uh, I think two of them were hit by a, a plane. You know, and you look at uh, Bill Gates being the largest agricultural property owner in the U.S. now, and, you know, and coming out with this lab-grown cancer meat and forcing insects and um it uh at some point here there will be an intersection of everything you know with the uh davos who met uh late january early early february of 23 called it uh the year of the poly crisis and they're not done i fear they're just getting uh i, I think it's the calm before the storm and the, everything's going to intersect pretty much simultaneously. And it's going to be a shit hit the fan moment. And uh, I don't think that uh, there's anything that any anybody can do about it. So except for no, I don't be prepared, do it peacefully, because, you know, the evil powers behind all this are looking for for somebody to, uh, you know, to act up and do something um, unlawful, and uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just Mister uh, Love Life and uh, wanting to help about the five percent that get it, and uh, I provide solutions for that. And you had, uh, you had called uh, the 1776 token a cryptocurrency. Well. We're not in any exchanges, and by design, uh, we revamped a lot of different things, and uh, it's, you know, what I keep try trying to tell 
the cryptocurrency community is, you know, the dollar's lost 98% of its purchasing power. And it will, you know, they are, you know, uh, I was, a, there was a video on Freedom 2 day before yesterday. And it was Siri. Somebody asked Siri who was going to win the 2024 election. And Siri said, there will not be a 2024 election that due to war with China and Russia, that War Powers Act would be enacted and there wouldn't be a selection. I don't call it an election. I call it a selection. Mm -hmm. And I found that interesting. I did, too. I um, saw it, that it, very it just, same one. Yeah. It could, be, it could be a psyop because that's mm -hmm. what our playful intel agencies like to do is put out this uh, these little psyops to have the the truth or community uh, go hog wild with it and have it spread it through social media, which uh, it, it could be uh, it could be a psyop, but nonetheless, um, now you know you look at uh, the economy. You know, typically during a selection year. They make sure that the stock market and is propped up, and and you know, and the, the you know that uh, everything's looking good within the, the financial system. And if they're not doing this, a, a substantial amount of digital currency printing, uh, quantitative easing, um, everything's the house's cards, the, the Ponzi scheme's coming down. And they're not doing that at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so there, there's no safety net as of uh, today. You know, they, they, could they step in and start injecting, uh, you know, buying uh, S&P 500 stocks and, you know, injecting uh, capital into the economy? Sure. You know, but right now, it, it, you know, we'll see. It, well, is it time for them to... Uh, Collapse everything, maybe. You know, mm -hmm. you and I have been talking about this uh, for over six years now. You know? Yeah. One thing yeah. that our good friend G. Ever Griffin, one thing that my our good friend G. Ever Griffin taught me years ago was don't make predictions. You know, you just cannot, you cannot get, uh, you know. But I would have to think that it's going to be yet this year because. You know, you look at the the food, probable food scarcity, and they've got everything set up, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, it, it, uh, it, I'm ready for the ride, man. Well, I think, so, you know, a lot of us like you <clears throat> that try to plan ahead are fascinated by how they're going to try to pull this off. But you said something in, a very, very important. People need to understand. If they, in fact, get the central bank digital currency thing going, then they can keep this uh, Ponzi scheme called central banks going forever. Because if they are the only ones that control the, the computers that create the money supply, and nobody else has access to it, there's going to be uh, hell to pay to that, isn't there? 
I'm not sure about that because, you know, two major points. Okay. In 2019, I wrote a report that didn't receive much attention, but I think it was probably one of my best reports that I've ever written. And it was called, uh, World Financial Intentionally Being Collapsed in Favor of One World Government Within a Cashless Society. And within that, I uh, actually proved that from 2008, 2009, up until present day, central banks around the world had converted over to modern economic theory. And what modern economic theory means, and this is everybody out there listening, it's really critical that, that you understand this. Okay, What it means is, so I create software. Okay, So the more software I generate, the more revenue we have coming in. So software is our product. The product of central banks is debt. And the more debt they issue, as the theory goes, the stronger they become. So the more digital currency dollars that they print in theory, their theory is the stronger they become. Now, anybody that runs a small business understands that we live under traditional accounting principles and it just, things just don't work like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's something called the free market that has quite an impact on that. Yeah. Now, the second major point is most people are political. I'm not political. Um, there's not a political solution. So I'm not going to play a game that in which there's no answer to. Okay, So people believe that governments run the world. No. No, that's a fallacy. That, that, that's something that, that, that we've been brainwashed into that I've you know, I used to be a brainwashed Fox, Fox News Republican, you know. And the fact of the matter is, central banks run this world, not governments. Okay? And so when you look at DTCC, Digital Trust Clearing Corporation, okay? The holding companies for 177 central banks around the world. They control this realm on the top level. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to stay within the narrative because mm-hmm. you know me, I go off on mm-hmm. woo-woo land. And so, mm-hmm. you look at the central banks. Now, l- let's throw the Ukraine into this equation, which I had an entire section in part one of my last report covering Ukraine. Ukraine is, is theater. All of this is theater, okay, to give the perception of war. We want war with Russia. Well, Russia has one of these 177 central banks. So does China. They're all in the same family. This is all theater. And what Ukraine, on one level, is all about is having the West self-imposed destruction upon itself. The financial system. We've sent them something like 170-something billion. Well, everybody here in the U.S. is 
you're struggling to paycheck to paycheck. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've sent all of our weapons. Um, I, I, that's not my uh, specialty, but I, we've sent, you know, if we had to, to defend the homeland, it, uh, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, all we got is, you know, nukes. Uh, but that's not my area of, of expertise, but I'm just making a point mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they've destroyed the supply chains. You know, there's something like almost 80% of all fertilizer comes from Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia. Well, it's not coming anymore. You know, you look at uh, Netherlands, the number two food producer in all the world. Well, they're not producing food anymore. And, you know, the, 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 the weather engineering, you know, they have destroyed the, the crop production. Okay. And so, like I said before, there is going to be a crossing point where mm-hmm. we're going to have a multitude of, of, uh, poly crisis hit. And I thought it would be start in July, but, uh, it's, it, 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 it's who knows when to Dan uh, dumper, but it's it's coming. Well, I think you're right. You you uh, <clears throat> you say something that's so absolutely profound, and that is that we think of people in in groups in opposing forces as if there uh, there wasn't a collusion that's making this whole thing. Uh, up in creating the scenario that we're having to live with. We believe that there's something else there, and in fact, you're right. Uh, If you peel away all the layers, uh, they're just uh, pushing us further and further into the corner, and they're doing it by convincing us that you know, we are at war with Russia, or we are at war with China, or we are at war yeah. with this or that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all psychological Everything's, warfare. It's, per, well, they, they, they understood as, as far back as Operation Paperclip, that perception creates thought, that creates emotion, that creates individual reality. Okay? That when the majority of humans believe X topic is true, that becomes a collective reality. That is a fact. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you you look at the worldwide mainstream mind control fake news media, you know, there is one particular group, which I will not get into, that controls about 100% of the worldwide mind control media. And they use this to create perception that creates the collective reality. That's how this realm works. And so as I have progressed through my research over the years, I've just become, you know, I don't want to be uh, imp- uh, un, uh, non-empathetic to, to, to people on their uh, awakening journey because uh, awakening is, is a process. It's not something that uh, that hap- occurs overnight. 
Right. So a lot of people, when they hear me talk, they're like, the guy's out there. But you see, I see a year later after I spoke at Red Pill Expo in Salt Lake. Well, just now, people are coming out and talking about what I was talking about back in 2018. I'm the guy, the original guy that was yelling at the world going, Hey, they're creating new standards. They're creating a new, by them creating new standards, this is back in six, 2016, 17. And then I got to be a speaker at Red Pill Expo in Spokane in 2018. And I said, here's what they're doing. They're, they're in the process of creating new standards. Well, in, 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 in 2022, at Red Pill Expo in Salt Lake, my presentation was called the new worldwide financial system, blockchain financial system went live November 1st of 2022. Well, what did they do? They created new standards mm -hmm. called ISO 20022. And what that allowed them to do was go live worldwide with central bank digital currencies. Okay. And back, if you remember back in 2018, you know, it was on all these different talk shows from, Sarah Westall to SGT report to your show to, you know, a mm -hmm. hundred others. And I was, and, you know, people came out and they were upset. You know, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Bitcoin is not controlled by the federal reserve. It doesn't have a, a central controlling authority. And I'm like, well, I agree with you. However, that's not what they did. They created a new set of standards. And most right. people don't understand this. And, and what it means is you won't be able to go to the grocery store and put gas in your car in which you're not using this new standard that processes payments without using their currency. So it doesn't matter if they're using Bitcoin or Monero or whatever cryptocurrency, because it's not, unless they approve it to be on their financial system, you cannot use your Bitcoin or whatever. So the only answer to live free is to create private marketplaces, do local business. Mm -hmm. It's the only solution in which what's what I've done with localfoods.market and I have a brand new one called LamarsList.com that's very similar to Craigslist, in which you can pay with gold, silver, bartering, or digital assets. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I've done that. And, um, you know, and then the 1776 token, we we created a, uh, a private membership association. And, you know, the 1776 token is... is the value is dependent on the ability to buy thousands of what will be because we've partnered with different uh, food associations, home food growers associations, um, farmers associations that, that will instantly fill up our marketplaces uh, worldwide with food products. So people will determine the value of the 1776 token based on the amount of food products that they can uh, trade for. Um, 
I don't use the word purchase because we don't we're not legal tender. We don't use the dollar symbol. Um, we're within a PMA for what that matters within this realm, this this corrupt world we live. And so I've tried to do my my part, but there's only going to be five percent or less that are going to have the tenacity to to not be slaves. You know, so my neighbors used to think I was absolutely effing crazy. You know, they used to think I was this this mad conspiracy theorist where, you know, I would, you know, I tell people that, you know, listen, I really respect that, you know, you work this 95 job and you have a, a 750 FICO. Well, that 750 FICO only means that you are a willful slave because you have to have debt in order to have good credit and you know i've i've never used my credit ever once in my entire life never never not even once That's amazing i mean so i don't have any bad and i don't have any good credit and this is about the time where i start using my my junkyard vocabulary and i'm trying to refrain <laughs> because the system, um, the credit, you know, the debt system, it, it, it's not for me. You know, it, uh, it, uh, it, it, if they, if, if, if this was balanced towards what America was supposed to be, the home of the brave, you know, the home of where it doesn't matter where you come from, what God you pray to that you have an opportunity to do whatever it is, as long as you work hard, okay? But someplace along the line of which we could get into, it went totally sideways. And I'm not going to play that game. And, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a violent person, never have been, never will be. Um, I, I promote peace and love and, and telling the government to fuck us. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what we all do here. Um, that, that's pretty much a common thread. But um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your, your concern for um, how they're going to roll out. They've already rolled it out. It's there. It's being played out now. How does artificial intelligence tie into this whole process because you mentioned AI and uh, that is something that the World Economic Forum has really been kind of up front but they don't tell you exactly how they're going to do it but they talk about how artificial intelligence is going to be at the center of decision making from here on out how do how do they plan to do that? You know, I've got a yeah, I do. There's a uh, I pulled up an article on it last night. Well, let me try to find that real quick. I've got all this different research open. I haven't been delving into this deeply the last since. Uh, just a second. Well. While we're while I'm looking for this, I know that artificial intelligence is going to manage the social credit rating score. Most people think that it's just a 
you know, something like a, you know, China's social credit rating score is very similar to our FICA, where it starts at 800 and it goes down to, I think it's 400. And at 800, you're a good, a good uh, communist. And, <laughs> you know, and, it's funny that you say that because uh, I, I have to be honest with you. I've got a really high FICO score, but it's not because I'm in debt because I'm not. I'm not a bit in debt. Uh, we don't have uh, a lot of debt, and we've gone out of our way to make sure that we don't have debt. Uh, but it's you're right. You know what it is? It was because I used to have, when I had my commercial construction business, I had a ton of debt. And I managed it very, very carefully to get out of it as quickly as I could. And it gave me a, I've had a over 800 FICO score for 25 years, 30 years. Well, I think it only goes up to 800, so. No, it goes, up to, good it goes up to 850, and I, uh, I, I've had it as high as 830, so. I'm trying to find uh, the. Uh, there was a really good article on. Uh, I'm trying to think of the term of it. Um, there's an actual uh, uh, a project. Um, oh, here it is, right here. It's called Project Aurora, the AI bank that will facilitate the cash of society. Uh, actually, our our friend uh, at. Uh, Dan Dix uh, promote, uh, uh, did a good video on it. And it will basically manage the social credit rating score. The Bank of International Settlements is currently working on project designed to centralize all international banks and central banks into a single umbrella network that allows for quick cross-border transactions using digital currencies. So it's called Project Aurora. And... Uh, but it's basically, to, you know, they they even have patents on the social credit rating score mm -hmm. that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, this goes, uh, you know, this goes into part two of my report that I presented at Redfield Expo on the intro body nano network, where they're able to uh, monitor, if you listen to what they say, okay, mm -hmm. they're, they're able to accurately monitor 85% of all thought. And then um, I'm not going to go deeply into this unless you want me to. I'm just going to give a quick, quick synopsis. But the people that took two or more jabs are now emitting, and this according to their own patents, their white papers, uh, their websites, uh, you know, other documentation, their statements. You know, I put some pretty thorough research into this mm -hmm. and the, the 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 jab are emitting a bluetooth signal that's attached to a mac address in which is connected to the smartphone so i use a d google tracking device and um but they're able to it's connected to the intrabody nano network so if anybody out there, if you don't believe me, just 
start up another browser and go to uh, maybe our buddy uh, Michael DeBerry or Thumper or uh, you you know anybody out there start up a browser and go type in PubMed Intra Body Nano Network and what this says is um, it's a network of nano sensors that I don't remember verbatim what it says, but they're able to collect all vital signs. So they're monitoring every conceivable vital sign. And then they're able to do something called neuromodulation, which was not defined within uh, the documentation that I had access to. But if you listen to different uh, uh, leading authorities within that particular segment, uh, Dr. Charles Morgan, Dr. James Giordano, I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. What they say is they can erase thought, they can replace thought, they can, uh, it's it, neuromodulation, which is basically mind control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- th- then the last thing that I'll just kind of throw in there is they can, they have something called the Sentient World Simulation. It's the data center in Utah. Uh, where they uh, where they created a uh, a uh, a digital mirror mm-hmm. of every person on Earth with a smart device, and what Project uh, 2045 and and others like uh, the the, pro- the former uh, head of technology at Google, Ray Kurzweil, have said is they've uploaded consciousness to the cloud. Well, they've been running algorithms against, and you and I have discussed this on your show before. Mm-hmm. I find it but, interesting. There's nothing virtual I can do humans. They, they, there's the, nobody. They, I'm I'm sorry, Kent. Uh, virtual humans. They've they've literally cloned every human being on Earth, and they have yeah. a digital yeah. clone of that person so that they can use yeah. that uh, however they find practical. They can predict future outcomes. Was it originally intended for? But this turned into a, you know, part of the nanotechnology agenda. And so, uh, uh, because that's a whole, you know, another. And and let me just throw in one last point. Uh, Microsoft patent 2020. 060606. That's the actual patent number, so 666. The way that that plays into this is that they can read people's thoughts, and then what the patent says is based on people's thoughts and bodily actions, they generate cryptocurrency. Okay? It's all kind of come together because part two of my report was called Transhuman Penis. And I went into uh, Amazon Go, Amazon One, and so you see now, you see now, within, shit, I accidentally answered that, you see now, within these Amazon Go stores, where people think that they can just go and put their palm, okay, they got everybody's palm prints, they're reading the Bluetooth address. Mm-hmm. That's, it's kind of like it's kind of like we used we used to swipe. Then we inserted the debit card. Now we tap. 
See, they, it's a Pavlov's dog. They've been slowly training people uh, perception psychologically. And now you put your, you put, you put your, you put your palm and it reached your blue tie. And I actually proved this because I found the white paper. This is here's what we're going to do with Amazon One and Amazon Go. Okay. And so, and just to conclude that, that particular conversation, because I want to stay on where they're going with CBDCs, because this all leads into it, okay, mm-hmm. is in the future, after this, this is what the, the 2045 project. So, anybody out there, you can, I think it's 2045.com, 2045.com. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about this is, it's headquartered out of Moscow. <laughs> I found that really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they produce this, it costs a pretty penny because it's very professionally done. And it's a video of how they progressed from 2012 uh, with the Rockefeller lockstep to 2020 where the scandemic was introduced and, and, and people t- took this now technology injection. But, and then it progresses up into 2045. And what their vision for 2045 is, is there's no more humans within this realm. All mm. consciousness is then loaded into the cloud. And if you, uh, it, it, they've created a, simulation where you never die. And I, I always tell people, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I believe that this refers to part of Revelations where it says men will seek death, but death will elude them. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, I'm just going off what they say. You know, anybody out there, you can believe what you want, you know, um, I'm just presenting what they say, okay? So, it's uh, it, it's very, pretty fascinating. It's pretty intriguing. And well, you, you, you know, do enough research, Kent. Uh, you do the kind of research with these white papers. You look at all this information, and you come up with some incredibly. Uh, I guess what I would call strong connections between facts and uh, between programs that these people have planned for us. Uh, uh, Michael, are you are you still on with us? I, if Michael uh, was still on with us, I'd love to give him a chance to uh, see if he had any questions for you. Uh, oh, yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah I'm still here. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, well, a lot of the solutions he's coming up with is, I mean, I, I'm a, yeah, go local. I mean, the old adage, all politics are local is, uh, is, is real. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, so, uh, I'm gonna, I go along with that. I just see, and my thing is like, you know, you know the fuses have been lit. We've been talking, that's what you've been talking about. We know that there are some things that are going to happen, 
that are just not going to be able to put out. The food shortages are going to be there. the medicines are gonna a lot of people are gonna die i can't when i'm out there in the street i i, I kind of go along with that old movie I'm, i see dead people um and that's it i'm seeing a lot of dead people walking around the people that have taken the jab the obese people the the 80 of the people that are in some kind of you know medicine that takes medicine just to function well, when the supply chains break down, those people are gone. They're dead. And, you know, you add in the chaos on the streets, the gangs, it's going to be road warrior conditions. Uh, we, you know, we're heading into it. I don't even know. I don't think even the powers that should not be have got a handle on what's going to happen or if they can control it. Uh it, to me, it all goes back to God. It's in God's hands. It's intentional. You know, so I don't well, know. It's intentional. Yeah. I need to know I kind of look at it. Well, well we, l- uh, let me. Yeah. Let, let me, let me try to help some people out there. You know, that's, that's my, what I do is, you know, I try to help the 5%. Uh, and anybody out there that, that's willing t- to listen, get rid of this. You want to live? If if you got tricked into taking the jab and you're listening to this, or you got loved ones, the number one thing you need to do is get rid of this, because this is the gateway. Um, people are because of the graphene oxide, because of the nanotubes. The nanotubes are an antenna. Okay, so they they're finding the the, the clots and people. They're calling them blood clots. They're not blood clots. Um, they're not even of human origin, according to Mike Adams' research. These are nanotubes, was what my research, I presented at Red Pill Expo. Mm-hmm. And they're, here's, here's where I'm trying to go with this. People are susceptible to frequency, okay? And I think that's why Rashid Buttar is not with us anymore, is because he disclosed as has La Quinta, La Quinta Columna, as has Attorney Todd Callender, as have others, disclosed that, well, what Buttar in La Quinta, La Quinta Columna said was at 18 gigahertz, they can give people prions or barbirds or, or whatever was uh, uh, the payload within the injection. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. It's just what others have said. Now, I do know this to be a fact. People are susceptible to radiation, radio frequency. We're, we're electric. Okay? Uh, our created, whole world is electrical energy. Absolutely. That is that is true, but due to the, the graphene oxide, also aluminum, within other injections, I don't call them vaccines, then you have to take into consideration the geoengineering of what they call smart dust. Smart dust is comprised of aluminum, strontium, and barium. We all have it in our bodies, okay? Now, um, even the the people that are aware of it, like myself, you know, you're still to some degree susceptible to frequency. And so when you you go back and you look at Deagle.com, 
whose partners were everybody from, uh, if I remember correctly, NSA. Is it, it was either Unit 8200 or Mossad, uh, Stratford, UN, you name it. A pretty serious organization. They projected the population of the United States in 2025 to be 90 million. Well, we're about 240 million from that point, and we've got a year and three months to go. Okay. It's 240 million. And what Michael just said, uh, I, uh, I don't want to manifest it, um, but you can't stop what's already uh, uh, been planned or in the works. But um, they could, they, could, you know, and here's here's what I've been telling people forever. Listen, I appreciate, you know, if you go to www.freedom.social. It's going to say, Worldwide We Do Not Comply Platform. I put that up there years ago, three years ago. Okay? And while I appreciate everybody's enthusiasm, I'm not, you know, you're not going to wear a mask. You're not going to take another jab. Well, be careful because they could start hitting people with frequencies and they can do, they can, they can program them like the latest Matrix movie where the entire Matrix turned on Trinity and, and Neo. They can turn them against us. They can turn them into zombies. They can kill them. And so, and again, you know, the powers that be out there, nobody, nobody listens to me. You know, my word, you know, my, what I, my research indicates I'm probably reaching five people with that, that are have half a clip. You know, so I'm not making any impact. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, what's done is done. And it, I, it one of the best video journalists out there, and I'm proud to say I actually turned him on to this. He has a video say, up. Say, say, the name, say the name again. Craig Reese. He's on uh, band.video. Craig Reese. And he has a short six-minute video that is called Nanotechnology Found Both in the Vaxxed and the Unvaxxed. Now, what's brought up here is that, indeed, through the shedding, these nanobots are being uh, forming uh, the these uh, receivers, these computerized chips within our bloodstream they're also forming the blood clots but here's the trick to this the powers that should not be wouldn't have put this stuff out there if there wasn't an antidote the antidote is there and it's cheap and it's plentiful and every one of us can get it so we can cleanse your blood you can cleanse your blood of these nanobots and get clean blood within three days by using an over-the-counter drug and vitamin C. If you combine these two, we can cure your, you can cure yourself and clean yourself of, the, of everything coming through the chemtrails and everything coming through the vaccines. So understanding that the, well, the, the elites wouldn't have put this stuff out there 
if they didn't have the antidote for themselves, you know, to do this. And the antidote is So there. you haven't mentioned what it is yet. Well, I let me get it up here. I mean, I could, it's a six-minute video. If you want to watch it, it's well worth watching. I have watched it. I have watched it, I think, three times. And yeah. I don't remember... It's. You know, I, I, I have I, a. I wrote a paper on. I can't remember the acronym of it. Let's say it's a, a NDTD or something like that. Uh, oh. But it's an antibody that you can take. It's a. It's NDTH chelation. Doctor Anna. Manachilia. Right. Say her last name. Manachilia. Manachia. Yeah, I. I'm, I have a paper on, so when I did uh, my presentation at Red Pill Expo, I had an entire section on detoxing solutions, and I did provide that within uh, the solutions. I have spoke uh, with Dr. Anna several times. I've oh, become... Uh, yeah. Then you know. Uh, yeah. I've become... Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't want to be an arrogant asshole, but you're talking with one of the most informed people in the world. I know all about it. Um, I've been promoting it for. But, you know, I put it out there. Um, I, but, you, you know, I don't think that it uh, cures. I think it because the it, it's because it's within the cells, and so if you do it. And I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how, what the, what the schedule would be. But I think it's something that you have to keep repeating, because the spike proteins, or I call them nanoparasites, because they're parasitical in nature. That's why ivermectin works, HCQ works. Um, but uh, then I did find another solution, um, of which I'm going to provide. Uh, within a future solutions report, and uh, but it's really it's really critical that uh, we get that particular information out there. Um, you know, guys, I am personally so I'm so over. You know, I own the the, the biggest uh, uh, echo chamber in the world. You know, I am. So, so, and I love to see people waking up. But it's one thing, you know, talking about. Here's what they're doing. Here's what they've done. You know, there's so many different, there's like 50 different topics. Everything from, you know, the scamdemic to, to the to, to the nanotechnology graphene oxide uh, injection to 5G to geoengineering to, I can keep going on and on. The time for talking is past, you know, that, that, that line in the sand was a couple years ago. It's over. There's well, not, I, can, I absolutely agree. There's Matter nothing fact, we can do. I, a lot of what I do out there in the street, I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels, you know. But what I like about being out there on the street is there's a one out of 100 conversations I'm going to have that add another brick in the wall an unexpected the conversation you know that uh, someone that actually knows 
something that can be added into a solution. But let me ask you this question, because it adds into what I was bringing up. The, the, do you think that the elites, these idiots, the, the powers that should not be, are they buying into, I mean, do they, do they have the antidote for all the stuff they're putting out for us? Or are they actually going to go along with the Geraldo Rivera, uh, you know, and uh, uh, become a, a simulate? Do they think they were actually going to simulate and become gods, but, you know, merge with computers, machines, and live forever? Or do they actually have... Yes. They actually believe that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think someplace along the line, they, in order to become a, a parasite, elite, elite parasite, um, you have to be part of a, a, a very, very small club. And I think that probably included taking, at some level, nanotechnology years ago. This... So I'm just going to tell you what I think. I think that they're most likely, at the very top, not human. I think they're probably, uh, David Icke calls them... Lizard people. Reptilians. Yeah. I don't like that term. Mm -hmm. I don't really like that term because it's too complicated. It took me years to figure out what the hell he was talking about. They're, they're, <laughs> they're bloodline, not all of them, but at the top, they're bloodline of the Nephilim. It's Genesis 6.4. Um, so, and it's, we've, here, I'm, I'm just going to tell you what I think because it's what I think. It's This is where my research led me. We live in a multi-dimensional realm that is a fact. We as humans, fact, can only experience one per, less than 1% of the broadband's frequency spectrum. That is a fact, which leaves 99% plus with our five senses never experienced. So these fallen angels, Anunnaki, Archons, Jinn, Watchers, Chitsahuri, different cultures throughout time had different names for them. They live in a different dimension within this realm, and they utilize their bloodlines to implement their agenda. That's what's going on here. This technology is fallen angel technology. In my world, that is a fact. And what they're doing is they're creating a new simulation by uploading consciousness into the cloud. And I believe that they were assimilated a long time ago. That's how they have accumulated the dom just absolutely dominating nature in which they have over this world. Be because Central banks run this world. When you look at who runs the central banks, it's the Nephilim bloodlines. In, in my research, that's what it indicates. And so the, the only solution, there's not a political solution. So the only solution out of this is probably a topic for another day and another platform, but it's a metaphysical one because they they get us to manifest the reality they desire by creating perception that creates thought that creates emotion 
and then these entities and then i'm going to st stop because we're getting off on a another topic but they feed off of low vibration human emotion anxiety fear hate anger that's why you that's why they control 100 percent of the media the central banks Gabriel Griffin calls them power centers. They control every power center in the world, and that's how they manipulate humanity is by getting us to manifest the reality in which they desire. And if we focus collectively on what we desire our reality to be within reason, that becomes the collective reality. And that's the only solution I see, other than within this dimension, we have the majority of people wake up and say, hey, no, it's that simple. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of people die because they control the, the infrastructure, the, the narrative, the, the, the messaging. So it, it's, it's extraordinarily fascinating when you look at it, not from, from a like a basic level, but from a bird's eye view, and you look at it and go, "This is not the world that I I grew up as a super patriot." You know, I love Michael what you do. I so admire and respect what you do as a patriot. It's just, you know, I want to go there. I really do. It's just, I just I. You know, I'll join you on the street sometime and have a cup of coffee with people, and and I love to help people. It's why I do what I do. But there's just not a political solution, and and uh, within this within this realm at this particular point. Well, so. I have no illusions of the fact that I, <laughs> I I agree with a lot of what much everything you're saying, and but again, it's like being out there just the connection with people alone to me is also part of what we should be doing in and yeah you know being human i'm going to get into my screaming matches i'm going to get into the stupidity of being a human but just being able to turn people on to grow in a garden connecting with their neighbors making sure that you know like Get yourself straight, get your house straight, get your neighborhood straight, and you get a better chance of surviving this. And that's mostly what I try to emphasize out there. Uh, I pretty much tell people that, yeah, look, if you're waiting on Donald Trump to save you, you're in a lot of trouble. He ain't going to do it. That's not going to happen. So, you know, I, I, I'm emphasizing out there when. That's how you one of the idiots can buy it. Goes, oh yeah, you Trump heroes. I I don't like him either. And it throws him off. You know, <laughs> they, 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 they go, what do you mean? He said, well, like, because he's, you know, he doesn't know me. I, I, he doesn't know what my problems are. There's a lot of things he says. He pushed the, this poison vaccine on us. Mm -hmm. How can I trust him? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's so. Yeah. I try to emphasize people that like you got to save yourself. Right. You look inside yourself and figure out where you are and where you are in relation to everything else that's going on. And the more we get into this whole, you know, metaphysical and, you know, religious aspect of things, you realize that this is more a spiritual battle. We're fighting on a material plane. 
So yeah. we got to deal with yeah. what the cards that are dealt us. So these are the cards yeah. that are dealt us, and we're dealing in a material plane here. We got to figure all right, all right. I can't eat ideas. I got to eat food, so I'm going to grow food. You know, uh, I got an idea that it might become a, 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 a you know, some might come out of it. But you right know, now, we're now, now think, you, yeah. you and I are, are on the same page. You know, that's why I developed localfoods.market. Lamarslist.com, you know, but I haven't done, I haven't done launch. They're, they're completed, they're ready, but I'm not going to launch them until there's necessity. And you know, that's the crossroads that day's coming. So, um, but, uh, you know, let's getting back to the, the, the central banks, we've got, uh, about 40 minutes left. And Dan wanted me to uh, present uh, some information on how BlackRock is getting into Bitcoin. Oh yeah, getting into Bitcoin. They uh, <clears throat> they bought four of the or bought controlling interest in four of the biggest Bitcoin mining yeah. operations. And yeah, they, it, uh, you know, they they uh, BlackRock used to be the one that uh, said that uh, cryptocurrencies and uh, Bitcoin were just a scam, and but they're buying into that scam obviously uh, because they want to be part of it. So uh, anyway, I, I'm really interested yeah. in hearing what you've got to say. Well, I wrote a report called Bitcoin is Controlled by the Federal Reserve. And via Blockstream, the software development company for Bitcoin. And then they have something called the Lightning Network that is integrated with ISO 20022. And you don't get integrated with ISO unless you're, <laughs> unless you're uh, part of the Federal Reserve, part of the central banking system. That's what most people don't understand. So I created a little presentation for you. And first, I want to get into something that happened uh, recent, very recently, in which the SEC uh, declared that the only cryptocurrency that is not a security is Bitcoin. And so most, what it said was most cryptocurrencies can be classified as securities or financial instruments that give the holder a, a tradable stake in profit-making enterprise. This is all hinged on the, the Howey test in which an investment contract amounts to a security if three conditions are met. One, there's an investment of money. Two, the investment is made in a common enterprise. And three, there's expectation, expectation that profits will be derived from the efforts of others. And what the SEC chair uh, Gensler said was, none of this applies to Bitcoin, um, whose founder neither pre-mined any of the coins, nor has any ongoing involvement in the project. Now, if you go back to one of our previous uh, discussions, Dan, with the former NSA employee 
which I asked him the question point blank, did Satoshi exist and who invented Bitcoin? Well, he all but, I want to put words in the man's mouth, but he didn't tell me anything that I didn't already surmise. And that was Bitcoin was created by a group of software developers at NSA and most likely Unit 8200. And so, so that's the first point that I wanted to make, which I just found. And furthermore, according to the CEO of Coinbase, he told Coinbase that they had to delist every other cryptocurrency other than Bitcoin, which I just was jaw dropping to me. Um, and then the next point I want to make is. BlackRock and Vanguard made, took a huge position in a company called MSTR. And um, MicroStrategy, MSTR, the stock pop, well, they're the number, BlackRock is number four, and B of A is number five, and Fidelity is in the top ten as well. And this is, who is MSTR? They are the large, the world's largest institutional holder of Bitcoin. And they, they hold over 3 billion in Bitcoin, which was an eye-opener as well. And then the other point that I wanted to make is with so so the BlackRock filed for a ETF and I'm going off a recollection of, but I think this is true it was approved 572 to 1 which was just unheard of okay and, but within this, this SEC filing it said and I quote the sponsor will, if permitted by terms of the trust agreement, use its discretion to determine which network should be considered the appropriate network. There is no guarantee that the sponsor will choose the digital asset that is ultimately the most valuable for it. Now, let me, let, let me just reiterate. So this is a Bitcoin ETF specifically for Bitcoin. But the key words here are, there are no guarantee that the sponsor will choose the digital asset that is ultimately the most valuable fork. Meaning, they could, they could choose Bitcoin Cash, or they could create another fork of Bitcoin and promote that within their ETF. Okay? Which is, was it just, it was just a job dropper, um, because and then, that, as we've already uh, touched on, BlackRock bought Bitcoin miners. Uh, BlackRock's latest investment into four of the five largest Bitcoin miners by market cap was worth around $411 million, making it the second largest whole shareholder of, of Bitcoin mining stocks. And this, now they started buying. They started, they, they, start, they started buying Bitcoin miners 
back in 2021. Now, this latest acquisition was on September 1st, uh, just four days ago. And, but they also hold a sizable stake in Marathon Digital Holdings and Riot Blockchain. So, in conclusion, let's add this up. The SEC says Bitcoin is the only crypto is not a security. BlackRock and Vanguard take a huge position in MSTR, the largest institutional holder of Bitcoin in the world. BlackRock ETF is approved, actually it was 575 to one. BlackRock is buying up Bitcoin miners. So here's my assessment, my conclusion. They're either trying to take over Bitcoin and, and and make it like a, you know, attach derivatives to it and make it just go, you know, it's not decentralized, but it's already controlled by the Federal Reserve. So, it, it, so he had a block stream, which I've already got into. Or the bombshell, and if I'm correct, the bombshell, one of the potentials is Bitcoin will be used as gold to back U.S. CDEC. Okay. Now let me uh, let me ask you something uh, with that the ETFs that uh, they got approval to create an ETF for Bitcoin. Okay, and they can determine which fork, as they call it. Uh, that they're going to follow that to do that. Bitcoin is a proof of work uh, entity that's been the one clear thing about uh, Bitcoin is that you have to you have to do something to get it. You can't create it out of thin air. It has to be uh, mined. It has to be something that requires proof of work. If they use one of these other forks, they and and create ETFs. E, ETFs are the biggest scam around. Look at what they've done with ETFs in uh, places like SLVR, you know, Silver Exchange. Uh, they have got so much more paper floating out there than they have actual silver, and they've done that throughout uh, the whole the whole country. The whole investment scheme is full of these kind of uh, so-called vehicles. Is that a way that they could just totally destroy Bitcoin? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they could destroy it by... So, if, if you remember back in 2013 when I spoke to Freedom Force International, at that particular time, China control the vast majority of Bitcoin mining. Now, the problem with proof of work is if you control the mining of a particular cryptocurrency, you control the project. Right, right. Okay. And I presented that at Freedom Force International in 2019. And Jeff didn't like that very much. And, which I find hilarious, but mm -hmm. I um, do too. Now, proof of 
proof of uh, stake, which R1776 is proof of stake, the only way you can control that is controlling the number of master nodes. Because, so for anybody out there, proof of work requires powerful computers that take up a large amount of resources, electricity, in order to solve an equation, and then the computer that wins the solving that particular equation creates a new block in the blockchain, and they get a blockchain reward, a reward. In Bitcoin's case, I have it. I don't know where Bitcoin is today. Twenty-five thousand. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they get that. They get a Bitcoin for $25,000. That's, you know, it, it can be a very, very profitable uh, enterprise, but it takes up a lot of resources. It's, it's expensive to do. Okay? Now, proof of stake is you've got what's called master nodes. And master nodes don't take up any resources. And if you're a master node owner, you get, so there's a, a block reward time. And the time can be set to different uh, time sequences. 1776 is on a two-minute block reward. So for every two minutes, a master node owner someplace around the world gets a master node reward. Okay? And it doesn't take up any resources. And that's the difference between uh, proof of work and proof of stake. Okay? And so one of the speculations is, is that they want to turn the actual Bitcoin into proof of stake. So, mm -hmm. which would, you know, um, I don't know what that would particularly do to, to you, you know, but here's the thing. You look at Bitcoin and, and you know, I can go into this actual proof on how through Blockstream, I'll just do it real quick. Uh, Blockstream this is a software development company for Bitcoin. They developed the uh, Lightning Network, for example, okay? which is integrated with ISO, the new worldwide financial system standard and protocol, okay? which would allow Bitcoin to be used as currency within the existing financial system. Now, if you look at when I wrote that report in 2019, there was three of Blockstream's board of directors who were also on the board of governors for the Federal Reserve. That's why I say Bitcoin is controlled by the Federal Reserve. Okay, because if you control the software and your board of directors is controlled by the Federal Reserve, your software is controlled by the entity that controls the software development, the direction of the software. That's a very appropriate point. Okay? Now, do they just want to destroy the decentralized nature? Maybe. Maybe. But, is there any gold left in Fort Knox? I'm taking bets. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yes or no? No, not in Fort Knox. Nope. Michael? Yes. Is there any gold left uh, 
in reserves for the United States, Fort Knox or otherwise? I don't think so. Maybe that I haven't been there to I, see it, but I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't say there is. There's, there's three notes. I don't know if Bill is doing here stuff. You got a vote? Oh, he's sleeping again. He's getting old. <laughs> well, he stays up all night like you. <laughs> um, okay, so you know most researchers going to say hey, no. Probably, you know, most likely not. Okay. And uh, so, you know, if you look, then the other equation is, you know, are they get, what are they going to do with the actual physical dollar? Are they just going to let the purchasing power go to zero? Well, that means that, that the actual debt goes to zero. I would speculate. If it's worth zero, well, if debt's worth zero. Okay. I don't know. I'm speculating. Okay. Now, the next big, huge question that I bring to the cryptocurrency community that nobody has an answer for, I called up, I called, one day I called up Dan Apple, I called up Jim Griffin, I called up uh, David Morgan, I called up a lot of people within the financial industry that know more than I do. Okay? And I said, the question was, what is the value? There are two questions. In the future, after we go to CBDCs, what is the value of an asset if it's valued or priced in a CBDC? What is an ounce of gold? Right now, it's just say two. $2,500 an ounce, okay? Well, $2,500. Well, there is no more dollars. Is it $2,500 USDDC? I don't know. Is it $2,500 SDR? I don't know. And then the question for the Bitcoin community. Bitcoin is to, I don't know, 25000 30000 right now, I think it's down. Uh, 20, just under twenty six. Yep. Okay. Twenty-six thousand. Well, dollars. Well, there is no more dollars. It doesn't. The dollar doesn't have any purchasing value. It's worth zero. So they're gonna. You have to revalue. You have to. Is it worth twenty-six thousand U.S. CBDC? Is it worth twenty-six thousand SBDR? And. That's what nobody's thinking about. So everybody's been trained into this. I think that the question that I asked, asked Jim Griffin, Jim Griffin has the best answer out of everybody. And I'll do my Jim Griffin impersonation. Well, Pitt, I think we have to go back to 1912, uh, figure out what people thought of money before the Federal Reserve went live, which is Griffin's answer. Because none of us have ever known anything other than fiat currency, this central bank currency, which was just really profound to me. He always has, he, that man just you know, always has the best answers and uh, uh, logic. So. Uh -huh. so we don't know. So that's why with the 1776 token, 
precedent allowing the free market to establish any type of value. It's not legal tender within the fiat central bank financial system. It's what the PMA can only use with be used within the PMA. It doesn't use the dollar symbol. We're not a, we're not looking to compete with fiat currency in, in any way. We're not for the fifth time. We're not legal tender. It, the disclosures, the agreement says so. But you can what will be fact it's already done. I just gotta pull the trigger. You will have the ability to buy thousands, if not hundreds and hundreds of thousands of food products and a large list of different products and services. So within the PMA, we have a way with the private workplaces to go back to ISO 20022. What the people out there do not understand is if within the new financial system, the digital currency, CBDCs, you will only be able to use their currency within their financial system. So if you've got a, a bad social credit rating score, you're not, not going to be able to travel. There's going to be travel restrictions within your 15 minutes. You're not going to be able to buy guns or ammo. You're not going to be able to buy the food that you want. You could be able to buy your lab-grown meat, but they're going to restrict you to, to, to GMO, uh, you know, mRNA, graphene oxide, nanotechnology, injected beef, you know, to, to buy with your CBDC. So you're not going to be able to eat the food that you want unless you listen to me. So people out there, we haven't bought, it's live, it's completed, you can register. You can register for uh Local foods dot market, foods is plural, or Lamar's list dot com. And I've got another website called the seventeen seventy six token dot com. And you know, I've i tried to do my part to allow the five percent, which is being gracious, optimistic options to and it's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be like going back to 1950, where you got to grow your own food, where you got to live on a local basis and create local communities, and we're in the process of redeveloping www.freedom.social, and freedom.social is a local community-driven, the new version, local community-driven, and then you've got your, it's, it's the worldwide umbrella platform for all freedom-based projects. So we'll be promoting Red Pill University, Red Pill Expo, um, Connecting the Dots, um, you know, all of these different projects worldwide in which people want to live peaceful and free and eat real organic food, create local communities, but provided in all of our technologies, or decentralized. I don't own any of them. You know, I just, just you know, I'm the software developer that comes up with these ideas, and I do 100% of what I say I'm going to do. 
And so the unfortunate thing in conclusion of what I'm saying is unfortunately the poop is at half to get the fan for all of our projects to to be launched and, and flourish. But I can't stop you know, what's already been done. But what you know and I don't have you know if, if you know if the power magic I would but within this within this realm uh, you know I think Michael you know I, I fought for Trump in 2016 you know he pushed and still to this day pushes this poison injection which is sad it, it is but uh, there's not a political solution so um, the only thing we can do is create local communities and and love. It's all about love, Dan. It's all about mm-hmm. love, Michael. Well, you said something that was really important um, earlier on, and that is these uh, Nephilim bloodline uh, lizard people, as uh, as uh, uh, David Ike refers to them as. Uh, they live off negative, low-frequency vibrations. That's what excites them. And fear Fear. and anger and all the negative, the anxiety, all that stuff creates low-frequency waves for the human being. And uh, that's why love and peace and and, uh, tranquility and seeking truth, this is all the exact opposite. That's the strongest thing we have to fight back. So if I ever get retrological again, I think that's, I think I would write a report on that and teach people, you know, they want you to be fearful. They want you to live in anxiety. They want the left and the right to hate each other. You know, they want black and white, etc., to hate each other. And when you live with love and gratitude and happiness, and they can't touch you. Now, they'll always throw roadblocks in the way and try to derail. But when you live in high frequency, high vibration, you know, because, you know, Tesla said it best. You know, we live in a system environment, a realm. And when you live with this high frequency, look, and you focus on what you want your reality to be. I am always aware of what they're doing in my peripheral, but it's not my main focus. I told Sarah West of Freedom Social, which is a research platform, it's the worst thing they've ever done because we're focusing on what it is that they want us to manifest that, that they want our reality to be. And then I have a new platform in the very near future called ConsciousExplorers.com. ConsciousExplorers.com. The old version is up live right now. But it's for a meeting to teach people how to master the law of attraction and create mutual bullet points, which what we want our mutual collective reality to be. So I'm done being their food. You know, I think we need to provide solutions like Michael. 
talked about, you know, and uh, we'll do that. But I'm done. I'm done teaching. If if people want to join in and grow food and come up with with common solutions and, and focus on what it is for us to live in abundance, to thrive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a, that's been the key all along. Uh, Kent has been for people to act in their own self-interest and uh, as, as Michael said earlier uh, to recognize that uh, uh, all politics are local wow you're bright buddy <laughs> I don't know uh, what you turned on but it was holy I, crap I think it's because I'm talking I think I'm talking about love and gratitude Michael I'm getting hit by the light. Yeah, well, you definitely got yourself lit up. That's for sure. Um, a- anyway, but no, I, I, uh, I, I think the local solutions are definitely the best one. I don't think there's any question about that. It's the, man. I, I have thought about this and thought about this and thought about this. You know, if you go back to part one of my last report. Within the solutions section, there was like 25 pages of solutions from how to start your own garden to join a, a community garden to different local resources to find local grown organic food to how to detox from the uh, injection. You know, and you know, I would. You know, the only solution, I can have technology solutions, financial solutions, and everything that people, now, not only feed food to jazz, if you've been in close contact with people that have taken multiple jabs, you are most likely been injected. Because if you look at Dr. Anna's research, Dr. Her and Dr. Nixon did different uh, research where they combined, where they compared the blood of the injected with the blood of people that have had contact with the injected. The uninjected are injected because their their blood is stacking like uh, casino chips. Then after doing what's called an E D is in dog, T is in Tom, E. D-T-A-A chelation, IV chelation, well, it, it neutralized, it, it got the blood, red blood cells back into working order, and I don't know for what time period, I'd have to ask Dr. Anna about that, but it did uh, get the blood cells back into uh, normal working order. So, I'm glad that uh, Michael was aware of that. Um, I don't think that it's, it's a permanent cure. I think it's something, and again, I, I'm not a doctor. I'd have to ask uh, Dr. Anna or, or uh, uh, we're friends with Dr. Uh, or she's not a doctor in the title at least, uh, Carrie Bidet. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are things out there uh, that, that uh, people can do um, to uh, uh to neutralize the effects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, getting back to 
the um, CBDCs, what do you see happening now in the next uh, year and a half or two years as they push this ball down down the uh, down the floor, as it were? It's just it's going to be the the methodical uh, slow walk. Um, you know the the Texas two step. You know that they'll keep implementing. You know step by step we'll have a new crisis after new crisis. And like we said from the onset of uh, our conversation, that um, you know there's going to be a series of events. They've got to keep digital printing more and more uh, digital currency um, than they did um, uh, the day before, you know, because it's a Ponzi scheme. They can keep everything going. And if they don't, then it, the house card, the Ponzi scheme is coming down. And it could be, it could be Monday. That's Monday. And I think it's sooner than last year. Um, I wish you were good from this year. I'd make a quarter in. Because I think it's going to happen. It's most likely going to happen this month, begin this month. Um, I think it's probably going to all go down in October. And then they're going to. And then, you know, here in about two weeks or less, they're probably going to try to do more COVID mandates. And my fear is people are not, well, people are not going to, that's not my fear. I am poor and I do not comply. My fear is we're going to start hitting them with frequencies. And we're going to see Deagle.com on its way to being accurate is my biggest fear. Yeah. Well, I I think you're right. I don't think they can. I don't think they can afford to um, wait too much longer because that's the thing that's I think most uh, most obvious to uh, to us is that they have kind of uh, awakened a sleeping giant, as it were, and people are starting to wake up, and I think they're fearful. That if they wait too long, they're going to lose their opportunity. Many people waking up is my fear. That's why I have to post it on Freedom Social and Twit uh, for for over a year. Going, you know, I love the people optimism. I love more people are waking up. But if you don't understand what this jab has done to people, then you don't understand what's going on here. So, you know, with the five minutes we have left, people. Either get a de-Google phone, go back to a flip phone, an older flip phone. If you can, get rid of this. This is the gateway. It's not the towers. I think they can probably do it with the towers. I do not know. But I know this for a fact. They can use this. They can modulate the frequency of your laptop, like I'm using now. Uh, even even the smart meters. Uh, these smart appliances. It's all about frequency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Michael's just trying to throw his in the trash right now. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. 
Well, so, and, and you said they can modulate too. frequencies because um, you, your your sound from your end has been uh, very difficult for the whole interview. You you kind of been skipping in and out, but I don't see any way that you could really change that because they are controlling uh, the frequencies. They're controlling probably uh, you know your internet service and everything else. So, and and well, just so our listeners know, you live at what close to ten thousand feet uh, near Leadville in the Gunnison Leadville area of Colorado, and yeah. uh, you, you intentionally went there to get the hell away from all the lunatics. I, I lived next to Coors Field for over ten years, and was friends with half of Denver and all, all the the Broncos and Rockies and Nuggets and I used to be quite popular until I started researching and and uh, telling people uh, what they didn't want to hear mm-hmm. so but uh, another thing that people really need to do is create an account at localfoods.market create an account at uh, lamarslist.com we have a brand new freedom social it's pretty cool it's uh as good as it's good as Facebook or Twitter, it's you know it's uh, great local communities. People can have their own basically uh, 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 social platform to wake people up, and uh, you know. But we have to create local economies, local marketplaces. Uh, if you want to create an account, www.freedom.social use a laptop or a computer on the right side navigation I've got most of my reports over there if you look at uh, the new worldwide financial system part one the last 20 plus pages is nothing but solutions you know where to find local grown food local grown beef uh, uh, there's different solutions to neutralize the effects of the injection um, you know, there's technological solutions. You know, throw them this. People better listen, man. Mm-hmm. You don't listen to me. Have you ever seen the movie uh, uh, Kingsman? Uh, what is the it? second one with uh, the Kingsman? Nothing thinks I have. It's, it's about a, It's about a teenager that becomes a. I think he's like an MI five, MI six. Asian mm-hmm. during Great Britain. But the second, part two, that's Samuel L. Jackson. And the entire premise of the the subliminal brainwashing programming is that they hit the entire world with frequency through their smart device. Mm-hmm. And everybody starts killing everybody. And that's what Bollywood and Hollywood does is uh, programming. And so anybody out there that took the jab or has had close contact, either get a deep Google phone or throw this in the trash. Um, I'm not sure that a flip phone would work. I, I don't know. It still emits frequency. But uh, it, it's my fear. I'm, you know, I don't want to manifest it. But uh, 
Uh, and then the last thing, in conclusion to this, because we're at one minute to the end of our, this conversation, everybody out there, stop focusing on what they're doing. Great actions. And the number one thing you should do is focus on what you want your reality to be. Live in high frequency. Love, joy, gratitude, happiness. And pay it forward. Okay? Do not live in fear. Do not live in anxiety. Okay? Do not comply. And just live with love. Great advice. Great advice, Ken. Um, well, as always, it's been an interesting program. You always do a fantastic job. Um, we will... Uh, we will take some of that advice and keep an eye on what's going on in the international financial markets. If you don't have uh, gold and silver, boy, you are going to miss the boat big time. And um, I'm interested to see what happens with cryptos because I do have some crypto as an alternative mechanism, just like a lot of people. I don't put all my eggs in one basket but i do have uh, a little bit of crypto on the side as well so go ahead now now another thing why are they doing what they're doing bitcoin one of my potential not saying it's going to happen but it, with everything that we discussed today they very well could be setting bitcoin up to be used as gold yeah. to back the U.S. CBDC. And if potentially that were to happen, one Bitcoin might be worth $20 million, $50 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you'd be sure to have some Bitcoin in your portfolio, Dan. Yeah, well, and that, that's exactly right. That's why I'm there. Um, <laughs> because well, don't, you just don't, don't know. You just do not know. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, oh, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say.